Yo, welcome to the Real Work Stories podcast, and I am your host, Benjamin. We are back again for another episode. And again, before we get started, I'm definitely going to say thank you all for the likes, the comments, the shares, the downloads, everything, y'all. I say it every episode because I mean it every episode. I really appreciate it, y'all. Now, today, today, I want to talk about a very specific set of customers that I've dealt with in my career working in customer service and sadly I think a lot of you are going to relate to the type of person that I will be talking about today but before I even get there I want to say shout outs to everybody who works in customer service so all of you who are listening Again, I don't care if you work the drive-thru at 2 a.m. I don't care if you answer phones at 8 o'clock in the morning. I don't care if you work the teller line. Whatever you do, you know, your receptionist, your nurse, whatever you do, patients, customers, it's kind of all the same thing to me. I don't care if you change tires or, you know, do hair for a living. It really don't matter. If you encounter customers in any way, shape, form, or fashion, A thank you goes to you. A sincere thank you. And this is coming from someone who works in the field. So this is a sincere thank you. Why? Because we do a thankless job a lot of times. And with that being said, an even bigger shout out goes to the ones of us who have had to deal with racist people. Yes, sadly, racism is what I believe to be an unfortunate and unnecessary struggle we have to deal with. Like, you would think that by this time, this wouldn't be a thing anymore. But the amount of times that I get called the N-word baffles me. The amount of times I get comments from customers like, um, yeah, I bet you know the black guy that works down at such and such place because I, I bet he's your brother, like... <laughs> Like, wow, like you, you really, you really said that out loud. And what I want to ask them is, does, does that make you feel better when you try to use race as a way to get under my skin? Like, you somehow think that, and well, let's start here. Number one, I find it silly, the idea that customers think that when they call in and say rude and disrespectful things, period, whether they go to racist comments or not, but you somehow formulate in your mind that, yes, I'm going to call this person this name if they don't give me what I want, and that will get me what I want. And it's like, but that's not how this works anywhere. 
like it just that's that's just not how it works I, I heard from a wise person a long time ago you catch more flies with honey than you do with vinegar um so yeah do with that information what you will i'm just saying i, I really don't understand the thought process behind customers who are obviously having an issue they're calling for help but then they think that insulting someone is somehow supposed to motivate that person to do more for them when it's like actually the exact opposite and what I really want to do or what I really wish would happen is that at that moment I wish that whatever company you work for would just give you the opportunity to just okay they they started using racial slurs that's fine abandon the job say what you want we don't care because what I would do is then ask them like do you, number one do you feel better <laughs> knowing that you've called someone over the phone whatever derogatory name you could think of like did, does that make you feel better because if it does, what I also want you to know is that now you're definitely not getting done what you need. And this phone call is over. And yeah, you just now feel stupid for doing it. So let, let, me, let me tell you this story. So I say it all the time because a lot of crazy stuff happened when I was working at this cell phone company, y'all. This this company had some of the craziest customers in the world, okay? Now, at one point in my life, I was promoted. I became a supervisor. Yay! Woo! So my job was when customers say, I want to talk to the manager. I was the manager you talked to, okay? So one night I remember very, very particularly <laughs> a customer is talking to one of my other supervisors on our shift and I was known as the supervisor who doesn't play games. I am not the one to beat around the bush with you. I am not the one to sugarcoat things. That, that was just my reputation. Now, I wasn't mean. I wasn't rude. I wasn't hostile with the customers. No. I just... I don't see a point in just trying to delay things, you know? It's like, this is what you need done. Either the answer is going to be, yes, I can do it, and I'm going to go ahead and do it for you now, or the answer is, no, it's not getting done. Or whatever the case is. So anyway, so <clears throat> this one night, one of my other supervisor co-workers, she turns around in her chair. She says, Benjamin, I got a crazy situation for you. I said, oh, man, it's been a couple days since I had one. What you got? She says, I have a man on the line. He wants X, Y, and Z done. And he says he doesn't want to talk to an N-word. <laughs> now, immediately when she told me that, I ain't gonna lie, the pettiness in me kicked in because I'm like, oh yes, I, I want to take this phone call. 
Why? I'm glad you asked. It's because, like I said, I'm, I'm good at my job, okay? Well, I was good at my job. I don't work there anymore, but I was good at my job. Still am, just to put that out there. Um, but I'm like, all right, let's, let's, let's see what we can do. So with all of the, I guess you could say audacity I could muster, I put on the the whitest voice I could put on. And for the next 15 minutes or so, had this customer eating out of the palm of my hand, okay? I figured out what he needed, which the other supervisor had figured it out. He just wouldn't stop, you know, flabbing his gums long enough to let her do it. So I got everything fixed, gave him some money back, and figured out a way to save him about 80 bucks a month going forward. I think I did a pretty good job on that one. At the end of the call, y'all know how we do. Is there anything else I can help you with? Now, mind you, I am still holding on to this, this just fake actor of a voice. And he's like, you know what? There's nothing else you can do for me, man. You did it all. You know what? It took a white man like you to fix my issue. Ha ha ha. He laughed. I said, sir, I'm sorry. Could could you say that again? I line of static in a little bit. I didn't hear you. Could you say that last part again? He said, yeah. I, I don't need anything else. You fixed you fixed me right up. And it, it took a white man like you to fix my issue. And I'm not exaggerating the accent, y'all. That is the countryest accent I have ever heard on someone. And he had it, okay? And then he says, you are white, right? And I laughed. <laughs> I said, no, sir. I'm African-American. He screamed louder than I have ever heard anyone scream in my life. And hung up the phone. Now, <laughs> what made me so happy about that is the fact that at the end of this phone call, he now has to think about the fact that an African-American man helped him in more ways than he could ever think of. Despite the fact that he talked trash about my African-American co-workers before I got on the phone. Now, call me petty if you want to, and I will take the title happily, okay? I will take it. But like, why did I even have to do that? Now, you could argue and say, well, you didn't have to do that. You could have just been yourself the whole phone call. Yeah, but that's not me. <laughs> Where would the fun have been in that? I had to give, I had to do it. But the fact that he even had the, the gumption about himself to even tell someone, I, I need someone else other than this black woman to fix my issue. And I don't want to talk to another black person. Like... Like, what? First of all, I'm over the phone, so you can't even see me. You really don't know the color of my skin. Now, you can probably make a good guess, and you'd probably be right. But you could be wrong. That's all I'm saying. He could have been wrong, even though he was probably right. 
even though he didn't figure that out to the last 47 seconds of that phone call. But hey, but my, my point in saying any of that was just that the fact that she even had that my coworker even had to turn to me and tell me that he said that was like, like why, why did he even have that kind of audacity about himself to even say that? And then the crazy part is, is like, don't let someone in customer service bring it up to, you know, as, as we say, our upper management. Don't, don't let us bring it up to them and say, hey, look, <laughs> what do they do about this? Because this, this just cannot be a thing. Like, you would think that a company would support their employees enough to say hey you don't have to deal with the racial slurs racial insensitive insensitivity um, racist comments you know things like that but no they, they would rather take the money from the racists and let them demean and belittle their employees with little to no consequence to them but turn their nose up at us when we bring it up to them now every company's not like that and I'm not even saying that the company that I worked for was like that because they actually had a procedure in place where if customers got out of line it was a kind of a long drawn out process but we, we, we could do some things and you know have some things worked out we wouldn't have to worry about those kinds of customers anymore but I'm just saying, in, in this day, I just don't think that that should even be a problem that we would have to address, you know? Like, like I said earlier, it's, it's unnecessary, and it's unfortunate that we even have to deal with it. So again, if you've ever had to deal with that type of behavior from a customer, thank you. Because no one else has said it. Thank you. Thank you. Like, and you, you know what else? As, as I'm thinking about it, one of the other things that really gets to me, and here, here, here's when I really can start to tell when customers are, you know, walk, walking that line. When they ask you this question, are you in America? Or are you from America? And it's like, oh boy, here we go. Put your seatbelt on. This ride is about to get a little bit bumpy. Like, what I really want to ask them is, why does it really matter? Why does it matter if I'm taking this phone call in the U.S. of A. Or if I'm taking it in the Philippines? Or if I'm taking this call in Japan, why does it matter? Like, why does it matter to you as a customer? Why does it matter? And here's why I ask. You have a problem, whatever your problem is. Let's call it problem X. You called in with problem X. You called into this company about problem X. This company that you've called about problem X, this person that answers the phone, is qualified to help you fix problem X, which is why we've hired them. 
So why does it matter where I'm sitting when I take this phone call to solve problem X? Why does it matter where I was born to solve your problem? I've been hired by this company, which means that they, they have deemed me qualified to solve problem X. So what's your problem with me solving problem X for you? Because now you've actually created problem Y because you're, you're asking questions that really don't have anything to do with your situation. This has, this has nothing to do with problem X. Let's just solve problem X and then you can go back to your little crappy hole in the wall life and life will go on. But like this, this question shows the deep-seated racism and prejudice that is just like seeping from their pores. And it's it's just it's it's mind-boggling to, to say the least. But sadly, this is just one of the more subtle ways that they go about it. Because like I said, you could have customers like mine that just flat out call me the N-word. Or, you know, once I, I remember, I actually learned a new word one day, y'all. I had a customer call me a name that I have never been called before. I, when I heard it, I laughed because I honestly didn't believe it was a word. And then I Googled it later on and I found out that it was a real thing. A customer called me a niglet. Yes, I said it. A customer called me a niglet. And I was like, wait, what? Couldn't believe it. Kind of threw me off for a minute. Now, I don't know what happened after that, but somehow that phone call got disconnected. But I'm like, again, I, I, I really genuinely do not understand the logic of I need help. But instead of me just asking for the help that I need, I'm going to get angry, which the being angry part I don't care about, you know, process your emotions. But then you resort to derogatory terms like that was somehow supposed to help your case. And then yet they have the audacity to try to turn around and play the victim when things don't go their way. Or when we just simply say, hey, look, can you can you tone it down? Can can we stop using these N-words and F-bombs and all these other things? Like And I don't I don't know. It, it just, it baffles me. It blows my mind. I really don't get it. Now, if you ask me, I think these people are cowards and don't have half as much of the audacity as they think they do, which is why they call in and say these things. Now, every now and then you might get one or two crazy ones that, that get up in your face. But usually, what we find out is that all you have to really do, it's like a childhood bully, you know? Childhood bully. Just stand up to him. Put your foot down. Let him know you ain't playing. And they calm down. 
But hey, what do I know? I just work in call centers, right? But again, I will say, you've ever had to deal with someone like this? Thank you. Because you didn't have to. You shouldn't have to. And I hope you never have to deal with somebody like that again. Now, with that being said, thank you again for listening to the Real Work Stories podcast. I am again your host, Benjamin, and I would love to hear you guys' stories. So here's what I want you to do. If you don't already, find me on Instagram and on Facebook at Real Work Stories Podcast. Comment, share, subscribe, DM me. Tell me something that you've had a customer say to you that crossed this terrible race line. Because I'm interested to find out, am I the only one that has to deal with this or do you guys deal with it too? You don't want to comment? Totally fine. Email me. DM me. The email is realworkstoriespodcast at gmail.com. Let me know if this happens to you or has happened. I'm interested to find out. But I'm not going to hold y'all. Peace.